If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. But police say residents have nothing to worry about after a man wearing a ghost face costume from the screen movies Startle People in Sonoma. Dispatchers received dozens of 911 calls about the guy on Monday morning. He stood perfectly still at the southeast corner of Sonoma Plaza for more than an hour. So it turns out it was actually part of a marketing campaign for Scream 6, which is the latest movie in the franchise. Much of the original movie in the series was filmed around Sonoma, so it makes sense why they would promote the movie however promoting the movie in that way a little bit questionable I know I, I saw a bunch of comments on Instagram um, people saying because remember when the clowns did this when it the movie came out recently and I was like that was pretty darn scary yeah and <laughs> obviously the promotion worked for example we're talking about it right now on the show exactly <laughs> Well, TikTok is trying to help parents control their kids' screen times. On Wednesday, the social media giant announced it would set a default 60-minute daily screen time to limit all accounts for young people under 18 years old. Of course, anyone can turn the setting off, but the move will require users to opt out. If 60 minutes of screen time is reached, the user will get a message prompting them to put a passcode to continue viewing, and the new feature will roll out in the next few weeks. I love that. You know, my girlfriend's little sisters are teenagers, and they spend spend nearly their entire lives on TikTok. Yeah, I, I saw something recently that said that it might even limit kids under 18 to 30 minutes. Great. At some point. I'm all for it. <laughs> and honestly, I might need that for myself, too. Morgan Evans released a five-part docuseries that started out as a look into his life and music in Australia, but his divorce from Kelsey Ballerini changed things. He said, quote, the original focus was on the music and coming home, but it's not like I could pretend like something wasn't going on. And that's when he poured his feelings into his brand new song, Over For You. I would let go if you wanted me to How many times did you say you love me When it wasn't true I'm just wondering A lot going on with Morgan Evans and Kelsey Ballerini. Amber, you were talking about last week on Wine About It that Kelsey appeared on the Call Me Daddy podcast, and she talked quite a bit about the divorce. So um, the docuseries highlights his impromptu performance of its last fall in Australia. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Hobbies? Yeah, hobbies. Interests. What's your hobby? What is fun for you? What hobby would you like to pursue in 2023? So, Amber, I've been kind of obsessed with a new hobby that I've seen on Instagram, and I think I'm finally going to pull the trigger on it. I've been watching all of these custom rug videos. Like, oh, people yeah. create rugs from scratch. Have you seen these? I have. I know a couple of people that do it. What? Really? Yeah. Someone from back home does it, but it looks like a lot of hard work for oh, them. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure it is, but it looks really fun at the same time. It takes hours and hours and hours to do. And honestly, I might have to reach out to your friend because I'm kind of lost how to start this hobby. Yeah, I'll let you know. Uh, I've been doing some watching some YouTube videos and stuff like that. So you can literally create a rug in any shape, any color, any size. All you need is a rug gun, a projector to display the graphic, uh, you need a board to hold the rug up, and glue and yarn, and with a lot of hard work, you can make your own rugs. And 
I have a lot of interest in doing that because I've been looking for a hobby for such a long time. It seems like a really interesting creative outlet. Uh, do you have an idea of what the first rug is going to look like? Probably or colors at least you could share. I'm probably gonna start with the froggy head logo. That'd be awesome. Get something for the studio, or at least try it out. You know, the first one's probably not gonna look uh, very great. So we'll see what happens. Amber, are there any hobbies that you want to kick off in 2023? Um, does wedding planning count? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, <laughs> if it's, it's taking up all your time, it's taking up a lot of my free time. But I'm having a lot of fun. It's a great way for me to be creative and um, I'm coming up with some really good ideas and, I, and I'm kind of proud of it. So to me, it kind of is a hobby. I'm really looking forward to your wedding because I know you and I know you're going to knock it out of the park. Oh, thanks. Getting, I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Getting some responses on our Froggy Facebook page talking about hobbies that we would like to pursue in 2023. Christina from Novato says, West Coast swing dancing. It looks fun. John from Cloverdale. His is unique. He said beekeeping. And Robert from Santa Rosa says camping. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever experienced a ghost sighting? Maybe not quite like this, but this man named Nick Summers of Albany, Texas has gone viral um, because he's had to move twice because of an aggressive ghost that is haunting him. Ooh. Pretty scary stuff. Nick says the ghost latched onto him after his heart stopped three times following a work accident. And Nick's only 36 years old. Uh, and he and his wife are sleeping in hotels. They've seen some crazy things like a pen roll across a coffee table, a TV fall off the wall, a spoon spin around in a coffee cup. Uh, and Nick also said in the last house, the intensity of this haunting got so bad that a cup slid out of a stand and hit him. He said the th- the sink would turn on. He was getting hit with bottle caps, which rude. Uh, he said I would go into the kitchen and all the cupboards would be open like in a movie. I don't like that at all. Now I'm not, in the, I don't really believe in ghosts that much, but these are strange coincidences to happen. It might make me believe, honestly. <laughs> I've never had anything like this happen to me. Uh, I always talk about the time where my friend Taylor and I were sitting on her bed in college and her hanger moved back and forth. It was like hanging up on her closet and just started moving back and forth. And even I told myself that was like, it's, it's the vent. It's not even near it. <laughs> I love how we create excuses. It could be anything else except a, for a paranormal. I mean, have you ever seen, I mean, maybe not nothing like this, Mm-mm. like a spoon spit around in a coffee cup. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, there were a lot of homes that a lot of people believed were haunted. And my friends Nick and Alden would go to these homes. They would sneak in the houses and they brought me one time and I made it to the living room and that was it. I, I, something <laughs> fell and I was like, all right. I'm out. How was your friend like throwing something? <laughs> I could almost 100% guarantee Ow! that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> you scream like a little girl run out. <laughs> that's pretty much, yeah, I dropped the flashlight, sprinted out. Honestly, I I talk a big game, but if, you know, if something like that happened to me, I, I would be scared to death. Yeah, I don't like being scared <laughs> at all. Now, I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe someone was in there. Yeah. It's probably someone camping out. Y- yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pro- That's very probable. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've got Debbie from Hidden Valley Lake. Uh, Debbie, you said you have a story for us? 
Good morning, this is Debbie from Good Valley Lake. And I have a good story. So my mother-in-law passed away about 10 years ago. And about three weeks after she passed away, we went to this casino she used to go to. And I was walking through the casino, and she was sitting there. I could see her at this machine used to play. And she was really? just looking at me. And I sat down, and I just had this feeling and I spent this machine I never played. And the third spin, I won $750. Wow. What? She's you looking out for you. That was a good luck charm. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. We're going to take a seat at the topic table right now. Dozens of calls lit up the Sonoma Police Department on Monday morning when a person wearing a ghost face costume was seen standing perfectly still at the southeast order of Sonoma Plaza. But it turns out it's not some creepy dude that is just being weird. It was all a part of a marketing campaign to promote the latest in the Scream movie franchise. And police dispatchers say that the situation was completely out of control. Uh, a sergeant for the police department said he wasn't moving. He was just standing there in the rain on First Street in East Napa. Yeah. And of course, Scream and the city of Sonoma go kind of hand in hand. Parts of Sonoma were in the original movie. But the question is, is this a good way to promote a movie to scare people like this? Amber, what do you think? Uh, personally, no. I would be creeped out if I just saw a dude standing you know, was it a fake knife? Was it like, were there fake props involved or do we know? To my understanding, it was all fake props. Nobody was actually in harm's way. It's still kind of creepy. Could you imagine if you were it's in Sonoma and you just saw this? A guy standing out in the rain in a ghost face costume? I mean, if I were out like walking with Remy, walking my dog and I saw him, we would both take off running. We'd both be like, nope, I'm out of here. You'd bolt. I'd be gone. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, a part of me totally agrees, and I feel horrible for the people that were freaked out because, you know, I would be too. Um, but at the same time, it's so interesting to see scary movies promote their movies this way. Earlier on the show, you were talking about how they did the same thing for the It franchise. You know, I don't know if they did the same thing for the It franchise. I just remember people started dressing like clowns and were terrorizing their neighborhoods. Yeah. And I don't know if it were, was for the promotion or people were inspired by the movie. But you did say earlier this did get people talking. Yeah, it certainly did. And you know what? Okay, here's where I stand on All it. All right. The fact that it happened in Sonoma County, I hate this. Absolutely. <laughs> but if it happened anywhere else, I would have said, oh, that's kind of genius. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, does this mean that they're going to film, continue to film in Sonoma County? Because that's pretty cool. You know, I'm not sure if it is or not. The movie's supposed to come out sometime soon. Um, but that would be really cool. <laughs> I mean, I'd yeah. be all for that. I know they had filming locations all around Sonoma County, yeah. uh, which is, it's great to see. Um, and ever since I've moved here, you know, I, I watched the movie again. And I was like, oh, I recognize all those voices. <laughs> it seems so cool. I have that so often watching any of the Alfred Hitchcock movies. I'm like, oh, that's literally down the street from where I live. <laughs> that's so strange. Uh, but we want to hear from you. Is this a good way to promote a movie? Or do you hate that Sonoma County was scared? 707 6361 Give us a call. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. 
It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Should the NFL clean up their halftime performances? Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance resulted in 103 complaints. I'm going to say only 103 to the FCC. Which to me is low. It seems low, especially uh, given what seemed like a massive media outrage. Not surprisingly, those who did complain thought the the performance and the song lyrics were too provocative. Uh, apparently, these people have never listened to Rihanna's song in their life. Uh, but one person said, "Quote: I don't care what someone worships." But children shouldn't be exposed to this, and as an adult, I don't wish to see it. Where has the decency gone? How about respect for others and self? Now, in case you missed the halftime performance, Rihanna actually didn't do a lot of dancing herself because she is pregnant, pretty pregnant. Um, But at least one person I (laughs) saw from comments and some of these complaints didn't like what they saw from Rihanna. Now, just for reference, again, I just want to say Rihanna's performance only generated 103 complaints but the janet jackson justin timberlake wardrobe malfunction back in 2004 generated over 500,000 complaints uh and i just want to say i think we know what to expect from the super bowl halftime show uh probably best to change the channel if you're worried about getting offended personally i was not offended by this year's super bowl halftime performance but that's probably because i was concentrating on whether or not rihanna was pregnant uh i think we were all wondering that while we were watching the performance but you know i think if you're watching a sport as violent as football i'm just having trouble believing you're worried about the cleanliness of a halftime show you're pretty much watching grown men break each other's bones and we're worried about rihanna pregnant dancing um but what do you think should the nfl clean up the halftime performances do you think rihanna's performance was too seductive provocative or not at all got something to say call me You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines, one of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? So the scorecard for 2022, right now I am up 15 to 7. I won last week with the headline, Bride Arrested for Wearing Stolen Wedding Dress. Good job. It's the first time I won in a while because you were on a three-game winning streak. Do you think your winning streak is going to come back today? I hope. We'll see. Let's do it. Today is the Google edition. Here's headline number one. Office worker goes viral for Googling how to Google. (laughs) Headline number two. A man who reported his car stolen had Googled how to set your car on fire. And headline number three. Police officer caught Googling. What are the Miranda rights? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it's the second one. How to set your car on fire. Amber, that is... The headline in uh, a haystack. Yay! You scared you me. You can Google it. It's worth a Google. Google is your friend. Just ask and you'll receive. With Google by your side, there's not a thing you can't achieve. What made you think it was that one? Well, I knew. I know it wasn't the first one because we witnessed somebody here at work <laughs> doing that. 
<laughs> That's true, isn't it? <laughs> Didn't want to bring that up. Um, it, I, I don't know. I just felt like it's, we talk about dumb criminals all the time yeah. on the show, and that just that felt right to me. <laughs> but the first one, I knew it definitely wasn't that one. <laughs> feel kind of guilty now that was in my subconscious that wasn't even intentional <laughs> so this guy in pennsylvania reported his car stolen a few weeks ago uh but the cops suspected that he'd set the car on fire himself and they found a search in his phone's history for quote how to set your car on fire and make it look like an accident <laughs> and he was arrested for arson <laughs> you know at least go incognito mode if you're gonna do that <laughs> right you're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9 with Amber and Tanner in the morning. some of your favorite rainy day activities so the rain starts back up in sonoma county this weekend but it did indeed rain uh this past weekend when cole's mom was in town it rained on sunday and we had big plans to go to the zoo to walk around san francisco and i was like guys i'm not walking in the rain i'm not doing it yeah i was already starting to feel sick that day <clears throat> um so we decided to go to the legion of honor it's an art museum in san francisco and it was so busy. I was like, everyone had the same rainy day idea <laughs> as we did. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think that's a fantastic idea. And everybody else around the Bay Area thought so, too. Yeah, it was packed. I was like, get me out of here. <laughs> I can't stand it. You went from not wanting to be outside to being like, I don't want to be around all these people. It was so crazy. Yeah. Uh, but it was really fun. And I learned a lot because I'm a reader. When I go to museums and zoos and things like that, I read every single plaque. And there was <laughs> oh, you're so that much. person. I am that person. Oh, my I goodness. My, my girlfriend, Cammie, is that person, too. And it drives me nuts. I'm like, we got to keep this party going we because like we're going to gonna be here for seven hours. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I like, got it's lost. a cup. <laughs> we got lost at one point, for yeah. sure. And it just kept going and going and going because it, it was a great place to go. A, there's so many museums and things like that to do um, in the city of San Francisco, but there is a lot to do here in Sonoma County. Um, and, and there's a couple of museums we can go to next time it rains, which will probably be this weekend. Uh, but <laughs> Have you brought her to the Charles M. Schultz Museum yet? We did that the last time nice. she was here. Yeah. Uh, so we'd already, <laughs> we already had checked that box. But Tater, what's something you like to do on a rainy day every time it rains which has been quite often here in sonoma county uh my go-to is to go to the movies i love going to the movies i think it's super fun specifically i go to the roxy in santa rosa over there uh on santa rosa avenue and i have such a good time at the movies and it's a good excuse just to get out of the house and go do something even though yeah. that seems weird a lot of people like to stay at home make stews and stuff like that but i like to go to the movies <laughs> make stews uh yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's we were going to do that too. We we looked up movies and uh, we just couldn't agree on what to go to. Yeah. We just didn't see anything that struck our fancy. So the museum it was. <laughs> uh, but we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What are some of your favorite rainy day activities? Cadence from Santa Rosa said, I like going to the arcade, either at Epicenter or Rebounders. Frank from Guerneville said, we'd like to take the grandkids to the Sonoma County Children's Museum on rainy days. I've heard great things about that museum. I haven't been yet. Uh, Robin from Katati. <laughs> it's perfect for kids. 
Go on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Perfect for kids and Tanner. <laughs> Robin Fincatati said, time to head to the eight ball to play some pool. Amber and Tanner. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Hannah. So I'm calling from Hannah's HR department at work and saying that she's being selfish about something. Hello? Hi, is this Hannah? Yes, speaking. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of your HR department from your work. Yes. Hi. How are you? I understand your workplace has donut Fridays. Donut Fridays, yeah. I have uh-huh. video surveillance of you. Uh, you ate two donuts last Friday. Is that... Is Yeah. Um, I, I see on the surveillance an original glazed and a jelly filled. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. Like, And I was just really hungry. And am I in trouble? You are in trouble. So we're going to have to ask you to have a formal apology to your workplace. You can send an email by 12 o'clock today. Um, also, we're going to deduct $120 from your paycheck. Wait, what? Uh, what? $120? It counts as you a fine and a replacement for the donuts. It. I don't mind writing a letter, but I, I, why would you take money from my paycheck? I'm, I'm, it was an accident. I'm, I'm sorry. You get paid but- this Friday, correct? No, next Friday. Okay, well, anyways, $120 will be gone from that paycheck. So, you know, just budget a little bit better, okay? Wait, sir, sir. Can I, I want to, can, can I have my supervisor call you? Because th- this doesn't even make sense. Uh, what did you say your name was? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Making me laugh. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the neighbor dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married. Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma, Sonoma County's premier wedding venue. Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations, and highlights of being a modern-day bride and all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County. Please welcome Flying Cloud owners Jeanette and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. Well, I'm so glad you guys are here. I have so many questions. Are you ready? We're ready. ready. (laughs) I booked the venue. That's been done with you guys, of course. Uh, But I'm thinking about new brides and people who haven't necessarily gotten as far as I have. They're still on the search. So what should a new bride consider when they're looking for a wedding venue? Well, I think before they approach the venue, they should sit down themselves and decide what is critical for them. It's pointless going to a place that is just a hotel room if you want to get married in the garden, right? So I'd say sit down and say, I have to have the, you know, wedding looking over a vineyard or something, or I have to have the view or I want my wedding outside and then look at venues that can provide that and go through the list of what's really important. We had just had a groom, which is funny, and and they booked the place. I think one of the big elements was that we have a disc golf course. (laughs) And I think that was a big decision (laughs) on their point to book it because they all the groomsmen could play disc golf before the wedding. (laughs) And their favors were custom discs that they had with their faces on them. Which was great. And the groomsmen groomsmen played while the bridesmaids were all getting ready. And it was a fun activity for them on the wedding day. Right. 
That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, list the things that are absolutely critical so you can weed out any of the venues that don't meet those. And then things like, you know, how flexible do you need the venue to be on vendors, right? A lot of places, there's kind of a gamut from completely flexible to written in stone. A lot of brides, they they just want, you know, give me a recommendation, I'll make a choice and go. I don't want to do any research and stuff like that. And we actually try to provide that because we have preferred vendors and say, you know, you're looking this type of menu, this caterer can do it. These are three of my top DJs, have a listen, pick one of those. So if you if you don't want to be bothered with that, great, you can choose these. But there are places that are even more written in stone that say, you know, we have an on-site caterer and this is our photographer and stuff. So decide on how flexible you need your venue to be. I think that's important. Most of our brides want to choose and do some of the planning, the vendors. We try to provide a, a very comprehensive preferred list, five pages of vendors with lots and lots of caterers and photographers and DJs, and we don't require that you have to use these. So if you want to go off the list, you can even do that, and then we'll help you pull things together. But I think flexibility on your vendor choices is important. Listen to Amber Gets Married every week, live on Amber and Tanner in the Morning, on Froggy929.com, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Come on, critters. Oh, hey, critter. Critters. When were you greeted by a critter? So I was greeted by a critter yesterday morning when I was coming into work. Amber, I literally opened my door and three feet away from my door, there was a raccoon. Trash panda! (laughs) And originally, like, I thought it was a cat, so I didn't think much about it. I was like, that's kind of weird. And then I looked a little bit closer, rubbed my eyes, and I went, oh, it's way too early to be seeing a raccoon this close. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know what to do, so I took a step towards it. And it started like arching its back, showed its teeth. And I went, I'm not trying to get a rabies Mm. shot. I'm Mm. going back inside and I'm going to (laughs) wait for this raccoon to go away. I waited in my apartment looking outside the window for probably a good five minutes because that raccoon was just hanging out. They're very protective. And if it had babies around, that could be a reason why it was scared. Yeah. But they're just always digging in trash, especially around our my apartment complex, too. I'm like, go away. I am not a fan of <laughs> raccoons at all. I've dealt with them in the past. Uh, when my mom lived in an apartment, I had I was throwing away the trash, and like you said, trash pandas, they were all in there. <laughs> and man, I mean, Amber, have you ever had to deal with a, a critter like this before? All the time. And I'm from, I'm from Georgia, like very backwoods, hillbilly stuff, but there's something about Sonoma County that has caused me to come in contact with critters more so in my life the past four (laughs) years here um out on walks remy and i have encountered skunks where we have full force ran um and right now skunk season two so you better look out and i i just cannot i cannot forget the moment where i was out walking him and everyone around me was like oh my gosh (laughs) it was like the biggest skunk i'd ever seen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then also we've got Terry the turkey who's chased after Remy and I. I mean, there are just so many, like you said, critters. Yeah. It, that are haunting us in the night. It's just so weird to see and Prowling. honestly not an ideal way to start my day <laughs> by coming face to face with a raccoon. But thankfully it went away. It woke Everything you up. Was, oh, yeah. You got your day started. I didn't even need an energy drink that morning. <laughs> that raccoon came out and chose violence yeah. for you for that day. And I chose flight. <laughs> uh, Sarah from Katati, when did you have a run-in with a critter? When I was little, 
I was just walking around the neighborhood. I was visiting my grandma. The next thing you know, I hear like this barking noise, and it wasn't a dog bark. I'm looking around, and I seen a squirrel up in the tree, and then I begin. I freak out, and I start running, and the squirrel starts chasing me down the road. Where <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Now that I look back. It's hilarious, but it was so scary. I thought this squirrel was going to bite my head off. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Pengrove, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Um, I am. <laughs> this is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Kayla, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of y'all score. Okay. Kayla, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Um, you're going down, Amber. <laughs> half a point bonus rewarded. Amber is sprinting like Usain Bolt out of the studio. Kayla from Ben Grove. Here's question number one. Today is the first day of March. How many days are there in the month of March? 30. Incorrect. Mm-hmm. Question two. Morgan Evans released a documentary series this week and a lot of it talks about his divorce. Which country superstar divorced Morgan Evans? They don't know. That's okay. Question three. Dave Grohl spent 16 hours cooking and feeding the homeless. Before Dave Grohl was in Foo Fighters, he was in a, in a 90s grunge band. Name that band. The Foo Fighters. Incorrect. Question four. Tim McGraw is releasing a cryptic new playlist. Which one of these songs was Tim McGraw's first number one hit? Was it A, something like that, B, Don't Take the Girl, or C, Indian Outlaw? Um, Indian Outlaw. Incorrect. And question number five. Which animal has a trunk and tusks? All of it. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Including your half a point bonus, Amber, Kayla from Pengrove got one and a half out of five today. Getting my headphones untangled. <laughs> Hello. How you feeling, Kayla? I'm good, but I got a bunch wrong. It's okay. No sweat. <laughs> Amber, here's question number one. Today's the first day of March. How many days are there in the month of March? 31. Correct. Kayla from Pengrove got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question two. Morgan Evans released a documentary series this week, and a lot of it talks about his divorce. Which country superstar divorced Morgan Evans? Kelsey Ballerini. Correct. Kayla from Pengrove got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to zip. Question three. Dave Grohl spent 16 hours cooking and feeding the homeless. Before Dave Grohl was in Foo Fighters, he was in a 90s grunge band. Name that band. Nirvana. Correct. Kayla from Pengrove got that incorrect. You're up three to zero. Question four. Tim McGraw's releasing a cryptic new playlist. Which of these songs was Tim McGraw's first number one hit? Was it A, something like that, B, Don't Take the Girl, or C, Indian Outlaw? Uh, I think Don't Take the Girl. That is correct. It was released in 1994. Kayla from Bengrove got that incorrect. Amber, you're up for to zip. And question number five, which animal has a trunk and tusks? Elephant. That is correct. Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Kayla from Pengrove's one and a half out of five. Kayla, so sorry you were not the champion of the Amber Showdown. And you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But we're still giving you those tickets to Pentatonics and Lauren Elena at the Shoreline in September. Thank you. Kayla from Pengrove, you're going to see Lauren Elena and Pentatonics thanks to which morning show? Froggy 92.9, Amber and Hannah in the morning. It's annoying. 
I'm annoyed. Annoyed? That's annoying. That is very annoying. Annoying. There's a chain on social media where people are talking about the little things that make them irrationally angry. And let me just say, when it comes to being a minor annoyance, we are not a divided country. I love when it's something negative. <laughs> That's what we can all agree on. <laughs> well, we found the top five best ones, Tanner. You want to kick us off? Yeah. Number five, when the motion sensor on a paper towel dispenser doesn't work. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> Again, these are the top things, top little things that make us irrationally angry. Uh, when people speed up, when you signal a lane change. Oh, my goodness. This happens to me all the time on the 101. Drives me crazy. Why do people do it? And number three, people who BS an answer instead of admitting they don't know something. Yeah, that's I, I do that though. <laughs> I do that a lot. Uh, next on the list, headphone cords getting snagged and yanking you, and what it's caught on. That happens to us a lot in radio. Yeah, <laughs> we're both holding up our headphone cords right now. Mine are tangled. Mine are actually okay, yeah, which they is look very okay. rare for me. And Why does this happen to me? <laughs> and number one for things that drive us a little bit crazy, make us irrationally angry, people who don't pick up after their dogs. <laughs> you step on it. I, I pick Remy's up every time. Yeah. Even if he poops in like a bush or like some foliage. Yeah. I have to like climb in there and get it out. Or if you're in San Francisco, people who don't pick up after themselves. Oh, it's great time. Is there something that makes you, like a little thing that makes you rationally angry? I know there is. Absolutely. <laughs> that thing for me is when people don't put back their grocery carts when they leave a store and they just leave them uh, in the parking lot. It's just super inconvenient for everybody and it's so easy just to put your dang shopping cart back. Oh my God, I thought you were going to mention people chewing. Oh, that too. <laughs> Apparently there's a lot of things that make me irrationally angry. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear you chew, I'm going to call you out. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I I do this with my dog, but I really hate when people talk in a baby voice. Oh yeah, it just drives me crazy. <laughs> I'm well, like, you're an adult. Stop it. Is it certain words or phrases that drive you nuts too? Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm not gonna say what it is though. I know what it uh, is. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt people's feelings. <clears throat> yummy. I hate when people say yummy. <laughs> just don't. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9.